A lot of things came to a head this week. A lot of gambling losses, a lot of parlays blown, a lot of fantasy leagues decided. Sal and I went head to head in ours. We're going to make fun of each other in one second. This episode is brought to you by Nissan SUV. It's good to stay up to date. I mean, we've seen this in basketball. We've seen it in football. We've seen it in baseball. Once the stats started taking off in the 2000s, everybody had to figure that out. Then I remember in basketball, first it was three-pointers. Then it was defensive stats. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep evolving. You got to keep going. Now it's pace and threes. What's it going to be next, big guys? That's why the 2024 Nissan Rogue has Google built right into its 12.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system. With Google Maps, Assistant, and more, you can stay up to date on everything that's ahead without even needing to connect your phone. Find your next adventure with the Nissan SUV. Learn more about the Rogue, Pathfinder, and Armada SUVs at NissanUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer.com and the Ringer Podcast Network, where I have a new rewatchables coming on Monday night. Mr. Holland's opus. Mr. Holland takes a beating in this podcast. I'm just warning you now. If you love the rewatchables, the entire archive is available only on Spotify. You can still find everything from the past 60 days on all platforms, including this podcast we have going tomorrow night. If you want to hear everything dated back to 2017, go to Spotify. Spotify is great. You can change speeds. You can listen to me at 1.2 speed. That is what the scouts say is my best speed, 1.2. That's where I really thrive. It's that little extra oomph that I need. Anyway, Cousin Sal coming up in one second. This is going to be a very lively podcast. I'm just warning you now. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, taping this at 8.15 Pacific time, Sunday night. Cousin Sal is here. He just beat me in our Keeper Fantasy League. We'll save that till the tail end. You don't care. Sure, whatever. The, I don't care. No, the yeah. listeners don't care. I know you care. The listeners no, don't care. No, they care. Everybody cares. Um, this is <laughs> the wackiest heading into Week 17 podcast I think we've ever done because there's more playoff teams, and it's so hard to keep track of. I don't even know where to begin. We're going to save that for later, too. Let's start here. Did Rodgers win the MVP tonight? Oh, uh, I guess he did. I don't know. What do you like more, touchdowns or yards? Like, you know, Mahomes has like five, 600 more yards. Rodgers has more touchdowns, seems in more control of his offense. And, uh, you know, got a lot of one-yard touchdowns in there. I, I don't know. I, I think wh whatever. Neither of these teams without these players makes the playoffs. So what, what do you go by anymore, right? You just got to pick your favorite stats, I guess, right? It felt like all Mahomes had to do was was – have a couple pars on the back nine and he won the MVP. Yeah. 
and he just didn't. He what they weren't that good the last couple of weeks. I don't know what happened on them today. I, I remind, that was it reminded me of uh, De La Hoya Trinidad. I was like, he just stopped fighting the last couple of rounds. <laughs> and a lot of people, by the way, Chiefs fans are becoming the worst. Do you find that too? Do you have any Chief fan friends in your life? Like, I can't tell. No, like, thank God, I, no. You should be a little worried. I don't know. Like, oh, they're going through the motions. Like, yeah, but, you know, this is like two months in a row where they're going through the motions. I feel like six or seven teams could beat them. Like, I'll cut it out. They get so mad. And meanwhile, Mahomes, if they are going through the motions, he cost himself the award probably. Yeah, well, they do weird stuff too. Explain yeah. that fourth and one, whatever the fuck happened with the wide receiver screen. <laughs> like, that was you bizarre. Pat Mahomes. You, you're getting every fourth and one. All you yeah. have to do is roll him out and roll Tyreek Hill to that side or Kelsey, and you're getting you're getting a first down. What are you doing? They seem bored. We were te- you, me, House, and Hench, we were texting during the game, and it just, they seem bored. It seems like they're intentionally trying to challenge themselves for the last 45 minutes of the Speaking game. Speaking of but- seeming bored, Hench seems really bored. He set the record for text today. I mean, I know you've been through <laughs> some Red Sox uh, uh, marathons <laughs> with him, but my God, it was about 250 texts. But yeah, that fourth I down, like it. they seem bored. I love it too, but they seem bored, but... Do you want to show all your trick plays when you're bored? Is that what you do? I don't know. I, I think you I run a uh, pull two wedge up the middle if you're bored. We both think Mahomes is the best player in the league and yes. the most important player in the league and the most right. talented player in the league. And he's on a team that is going to lose one game all year. Mm-hmm. To, I don't want to overreact because I don't really care who wins the MVP. And I could be, I don't think it's like the NBA where it like really, really matters. And the NFL mm-hmm. doesn't matter quite as much, but this does feel a little Carl Malone, Michael Jordan-ish to me. Even though Rodgers has a ring, he's a, he's more vaulted in his career, more vaunted, vault, mm-hmm. vaulted, vaunted. He's vaulted both, and vaunted. Yeah. He's both. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't mean to demean him by comparing him to the mailman who uh, failed to show up in a <laughs> lot of games over the years. But it just feels like everybody's kind of talking themselves into Rodgers more because they're either bored by Mahomes and the Chiefs or disappointed. And those don't feel like good reasons to me because the Chiefs are going to go 15 and one and Mahomes is the most talented player in the league and he threw for way more yards and Rodgers does have a knack at like he has piled up these touchdowns when you're watching it where it's like, oh, he sneaks this one out three yarder, seven yarder, but they're they're not like these game breaking touchdowns. I don't know. It it doesn't feel right to me that he's the MVP. It's close. I'm not going to scream about it. It, It's pretty close, but um, I don't. I don't know. Did Holmes, Mahomes do enough to lose it? He was such a big favorite. He was like minus 550 two weeks ago. He's minus 250 going in today. And all he did was win. You know, all he does is keep winning, you know? So, uh, doesn't 15 and one, shouldn't that ultimately be what decides this stuff? Probably. Probably pretty And the good. one game they lost was an idiotic game where they just gave up 40 points to the Raiders. But even that game, you can't really hang that one on him. Yeah, right. I will say he threw a bunch in the Falcons defenders' hands today. But I, I, honestly, he he's, did. Uh, well, you and I both think he's the best. And uh, But I don't mind Rodgers. I knew this game would be, you get a, a lot of momentum, get a lot of uh, exposure, and um, that could be enough to put him over the top. The snow, people like different things. So I don't know who's voting on this stuff, but it was a typical Rodgers game that, um, you know, he he wanted the numbers in the first half and he did it. What's the record of teams that are cold weather teams when there's snow playing a team from a place like Tennessee? I kind of realized that two minutes into the game, like those oh, guys yeah. in Tennessee, it's not like they're dealing with snow. Right. Whereas like the dudes of Wisconsin, it's like Thursday to them, you know, Remember it's like, we- oh shit. When we were growing up, like Tampa Bay hadn't won a a game in 20 degree or lower or less uh, temperature. And and, yeah, 
at 35 attempts or something. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. Although I don't know, they might have made too much about it. They're like, well, oh, this team plays in the snow. Like, how much did a lot of those guys play in the snow this week? They're right. not practicing in the snow, but um, they right. Those seem teams to work have out. a ton of turnover too. I don't mean to seem like we're shitting on Rodgers because. I think he's had an incredible season. He's 37 years old. Yeah. I personally felt like he didn't have this type of season in him anymore. I just worry about we get to late January and they get knocked out in round two and Mahomes and the Chiefs are 10 point favorites in the Super Bowl. And we're like, oh man, really? Why Why did we not give the MVP this to Mahomes? This is where we were last let's, year. Let's all yeah. be careful. Let's not go with the narrative. Let's go with who the best one is. Yeah. And also let's not really care. Uh, <laughs> we Before we get to all the playoff scenarios, which are incredibly complicated. Let's let's tackle these in no particular order. Um, the NFC East. <laughs> your team, you tried to cross <laughs> off your team on this podcast for weeks and weeks and weeks, and now your team is in the driver's seat. The Washington has some dude named Heineken playing quarterback. The, the other one seat. is drinking Heineken's in a strip joint. Those are the, <laughs> and the other one has one leg. Those are the three Washington quarterbacks. You're going to oh, make the playoffs. NBC loves that game enough that they're making it the Sunday night game. Washington, Philadelphia. I, I don't remember the last time this happened where they made the game. It, it's usually... Both teams need to have something to play for to be the Sunday night game, right? That's right. usually how they do it. I thought always that's how they did it. Um, uh, did they did they call an audible when Goff's injury with his thumb injury? Because I thought it would be Rams Cardinals was the only game that kind of mattered to both teams. So, but here well, we are. Do you think? Do you think they were afraid that if so, if the Bears lose, then the Cardinals can make it if they win. But if the Bears win, it gets a little hairier for the Cardinals, and maybe they. I, it sounds like they just went for the sexiest I guess. Uh, big city matchup, right? I guess. I mean, if you would have thought Jalen Hurts against Heineke, Heine, you know, Heineke, Smith, Heineken, but, but Heineke, Heineken, that's the marquee matchup for <laughs> week 17. And the, and, <laughs> and the winner has like seven wins. I don't know. <laughs> Heineken, was, Heineken was throwing frozen ropes. I thought yeah, he, he, got, he, got, he got killed by a couple drops, but I thought he was pretty good. Your division... First of all, the Eagles, what a disgrace. They're up 14 3. Mm. And I, every time after your team scored, they had a cornerback. I can't remember his name, but they showed the stats against him at one point. And he had like single handedly given up over 180 yards right. receiving. And they said it was like the record for this year or something. They're just showing him on the sideline. Nobody's within five feet of him. Right. It's pretty yeah. tough. Well, and they, Fletcher caught. Fletcher Cox going out is big. They, I mean, the Cowboys, I think outscored him like 31, 10 after Fletcher Cox went out. So that's a, that's a huge loss on the defensive end, but man, it looked like that's a game that the Cowboys would have given up in week eight, going down 10 or more to uh, mm. Philadelphia and hurts kind of running the offense, doing whatever he wanted with them. But, um, Damn it, Andy Dalton was good. I don't know what to do with this team. I want to give up on him. I gave up before Thanksgiving. I gave up on Thanksgiving, and now they're back. And so do the what? Pacino. Just do it. Give it to us. What do you mean? What is it? <laughs> Who? Just what, which one? No, just what, what I thought. I was out. They <laughs> pull me back in. They really do, and it's stupid because. Tampa is going to put up uh, four touchdowns against us in the first half if it comes to that in two weeks. But well, uh, it's hold exciting. on, you're. You're kind of overlooking one subplot with what happened today Tell with me. your team. Zeke Elliott came out of his coma. Right. That he was the okay. Zeke Elliott who got the $100 million extension that we haven't seen for two years. And I thought maybe he was gone. Yeah. And he, he was running with like legitimate vigor and looked like Zeke Elliott again. So if you have that guy 
in round one against Tampa, plus with with you know the the receivers who can pretty much you have three receivers that can break a fifty yard pass at any point. And if you right. have Zeke running like that, and then Pollard coming in to arrest him, there's a recipe of you controlling the ball. Like I, oh, I don't think it's absurd. It. Stop it. I will say Zeke. I think like you know he heard the everyone like scrambling saying. Uh, Pollard's as good as you are. And he's like, oh man, that's stupid. Then he saw it last week. Like, oh man, Pollard might be as good as I am, Tony Pollard. And then he went out and actually reacted like a human being would. But I think if they came to it, this is look, look cart way before the horse here, that Dallas's defense would resemble the Lions defense more. And, and you'd see what Tampa did to them. It wouldn't, wouldn't be mm. pretty. I don't want to lose to Tampa. Just bow out next week, Cowboys. That's fine. Some people are saying you might be the best seven and nine playoff team ever. <laughs> it was a big kind. Of, it was a lead lead uh, conversation on Sports <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> I can't believe the division leader fought back to seven and nine. That's pretty uh, impressive. So in the NFC, we have Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle who have all clinched, mm -hmm. and it looks like it's going to be that order because unless Green Bay loses Chicago, which is conceivable next week, Tampa has also clinched a wild card. NFC East is wide open and they will be playing Tampa, it looks like. And then we have this weird Rams, Bears, Cardinals trifecta. Right. With the distinct possibility that Goff mm -hmm. and Trubisky might be in the playoffs along with Heineken. Wow. Or Alex Smith or Haskins. We might have three really shaky quarterbacks. I I, we can talk about golf later, but uh, really shaky, as in they all belong in the shaky bowl. But yeah, you're right. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, what do you do with that? The Bears are kind of back there. They play the Packers. The Packers are not necessarily the one yet. They have to beat the Bears to get because they they don't want a two way right. tie with uh, uh, with New Orleans and Seattle. Doesn't might not be great for them. And that's uh, what's that's with this extra playoff seed. It just feels like every game has these two other wrinkles that I don't remember being used to like Green Bay, Chicago, good example. Green Bay wins. They're the one seed Chicago wins. They somehow make the playoffs, which seemed mm -hmm. inconceivable uh, five weeks ago. And then you have the Cardinals kind of lingering with this Rams game, which could be a borderline loser leaves town match. If Chicago beats Green Bay. Right. So we usually don't have this many. I thought it would play. be decided. Honestly, I thought the AFC would be decided last week. I thought teams like the dolphins would go away. And the Raiders did go away, but uh, Dolphins won a crazy one Saturday night to stay in there. Let's talk. But, um, let's talk about the two Saturday games because the the fuck face yeah. Cardinals. Um, <laughs> I I am now you know like the 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 do not admit list that nightclubs have. Yeah, you know where it's like don't let that guy in. He started a huge fight two months ago. <laughs> the, his pictures on the wall. I I think I might have to start a do not bet list because I had money on multiple people this weekend that you just feel like a schmuck. Like I'm never betting on Cliff Kingsbury again, ever. I'm never doing it. What well, he is a top three worst coach in the league. I, I <laughs> and I knew this and I still put money on him, but holy shit. How many times can they run the no huddle offense while at the same time using up 39 of the 40 seconds of the play clock? Yeah, that's bad. The terrible fourth and two calls. They have this incredible nuclear weapon in Kyler Murray, who anytime he wants can run for 11 yards. And they're getting cute and doing weird stuff and putting in position to like have passes tipped left and right. Mm -hmm. So I'll, let's start with that team. Never again, Sal. I, I have a list and it goes, it's, it, there's like 35 teams on it. Never bet again. So I have to redo the list because then I'm not just not betting football anymore. All these teams have screwed me, but I get it with Arizona. It's so frustrating. And like New Hopkins, 
And it helps because you had Murray and Hopkins in your fantasy league. And that, that's that why was I lost an that's extra F you. It really was. But Hopkins, and I know this is how it is for receivers, but he's had seven games under 70 yards. So this is, I don't know. I, I feel like if he's not on, that's his, that's could be like a bottom seven, bottom eight team, Arizona with them. They play okay defense, nothing great. And I just wonder though, with the running quarterbacks, do you think, you think like a Josh Allen, you think like a Kyla Murray, you think a Tua says to their coach, Hey coach, I don't want to run. They just don't put a lot of running plays in for me. I'm not a, because that could happen. That could be what, what's going on. Like he doesn't want to get hurt. I think so. Otherwise it, it, it just defies logic. Kyla Murray should be running on third and five every single time or have the option to do so. Same with Tua. So a lot of these guys, like I don't, I don't see why that's not an option. And then they have to uh, roll the dice on fourth down. But yeah, that was not pretty with Arizona. They, uh, they blew up a lot of teasers. Gambling gods gave it too easy, right? They gave us the Saints on Friday. They gave us Tampa Saturday morning. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to really screw you. You want to take Arizona on a money line? Go crazy. Well, and also it's Christmas, right? So I right. had... I had Arizona. I got crushed a million dollar picks, which I knew was going to happen because I did it on, on like Wednesday. But um, but then it's Christmas. You're not paying attention to stuff. Yeah. Put on the game and it's like, oh, there's George Kittle. George Kittle's playing? Yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he had a fractured foot and their season was over. Why the fuck is he out there? Yeah. Now, George Kittle's out there. And as soon as I saw him, I'm like, uh-oh. And then the cards do all the Cliff Kingsbury stuff. And he's just not a good coach. He's just not. And you think like, they steal that Hail Mary game. Mm -hmm. And then last week, we, I, one of the things is that that game threw me off that Eagles cards game because it was this exciting game. And it's like, oh, actually, both of these teams suck. <laughs> and the Cardinals look good against the Eagles because the Eagles have the worst secondary in the league, as we found out this week. Right. And, uh, and then the Eagles look good because they're playing the Cardinals who aren't that good. I was shocked they couldn't block the Niners at all. The Niners weren't playing for anything. They've been yeah. in Arizona for a month. The Niners play defense, man. You talk about Sal, like the guy, coaches that should be go moving on. Like the Niners, if you look at their record, like they don't, they don't let up back to back games. Really, they really, they're at if they give up like thirty one week, they'll give up fourteen the next week. Just look at their schedule. They've really come to play, and if they if they screw you the week before, they're not going to do it again. And then that running back what was it Wilson, like at one hundred and eighty three yards, like that's indefensible at this point for uh, for Arizona. Well, and then the other Literally. piece, the other, yeah. other frustrating piece was they played Buffalo, what, two weeks ago? When was that? Nah. When uh, Buffalo spreads them out, the Niners. Oh, the Niners. Yeah, I thought you meant, yeah. Buffalo Sorry. spreads them out. Oh, yeah. And, and they cannot cover any receiver. And right. they have no running back. They have Josh Allen back there. So he's a mm -hmm. run threat. Spread them all out. And and Robert Salah, who they're, they're oh, this guy's the next head coach. They're just getting torched. Yep. Cliff Kingsbury, the genius, watches that tape and is like, let me not do that. I'm not going to emulate that at all. Does, right. Has a running back in there the whole time. Is doing like this weird, short, dumb mm -hmm. pass. Oh, man. This is what so I mean. Bad. We're missing something. We're missing some kind of locker room discussion or something with Kyla Murray where he says, like, look, coach, I know I can run for an easy first down every drive, every five plays, but, uh, you know, let's roll the dice a little. Well, they're on my do not bet list. And then mm -hmm. the uh, Dolphins Raiders Jeez. to a is also on my do not bet list. I had the money line though in that in, with the bet with them. Mm. At halftime, I just thought Fitz was coming in. And I, whether Tua is good or not, I have no idea. He's a rookie. You know, Mahomes didn't play for a year. Not to say that he's Mahomes, but they threw two in right away. He's coming off a hip injury. Mm. He doesn't scramble. 
he doesn't seem like he has any ability at all to throw deep. Um, it seems like unless he, he's a little like Trubisky, like unless everything that he thought was going to happen in the play in the first two seconds happens, it's going to be a complete disaster. And at halftime, it's like, oh, they ha- they, they're trying to make the playoffs. They got to take this guy out. He's 10 for 13 for 20 yards. Right. No, kept him in whole third quarter. Then they finally bring Fitz in, who yeah. throws for 180 yards in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's the disparity between those two guys. And yet they still shouldn't have won. It comes down to Fitz yeah. with this crazy face mask heave and the Raiders have nobody covering a dude with 12 seconds left. But we can't give Fitzmagic enough credit for that. That might've been the best amazing. completion of all time based on the circumstances. I mean, his head was spun all the way around and he dropped it right in the bucket inbounds. Uh, and plus the 15 yards. And that was the only way the Raiders really could lose that game. I know you thought they should run it in. I had Jacobs in fantasy. I would have liked that. But I was like, you know what? As long as the kick is good, they're fine. 19 seconds. All, only what happened is is what could have happened for them to lose. But yeah, I agree with you with Tua. Like, uh, you know, Flores is like, make no mistake about it. He's our guy. Like, uh, who's making the mistake here? Because you put <laughs> right. in... Mariano Rivera every single time. Like how yeah. is Fitz, how long is Fitzpatrick going to be on the roster? Like I agree with you. Two will be good down the road, but they seem like they're they're running plays for him. Like that's a guy they're protecting. He doesn't scramble at all and he doesn't throw downfield ever. You're right. Those stats at one point he was like 10 for 13 for 46 yards or something. And you got idiots like Kurt Warner saying, uh, you, listen, you, you, you take what they give you on defense. Like, no, no, throw you downfield. Don't. Yeah, yeah. You're throwing three yard <laughs> short passes and you're getting third and three. And then it's a coin flip, whether or not you're punting or not on the second thing. So yes, if, if the dolphin, if you're, if your attitude is, look, we're not going to win the Super Bowl anyway. Let Tua get some uh, playoff, you know, experience. That's one thing. But if you want to make a run in January, Fitzpatrick's your guy. It's not like he's I, terrible in the first half, Fitzpatrick, and that's why he's not in until the second half. It's bizarre. It's also amazing that Ryan Fitzpatrick, career journeyman who's been on a thousand teams, yeah, is completely dusting Tua like this, right? And they're like, oh, these guys are friends. It's like, well. It's amazing because Fitzpatrick's three times better than him this season. And my son and I were watching Bloodsport the other day, and that scene at the end at when Van Dam, after he beats Chong Lee, and then mm-hmm. he goes to see Ogre in the hospital, yeah, to bring him back the the bandana. Mm-hmm. And Van Dam, like one of the worst actors of all time, and Ogre, and they have kind of a moment. And Ogre looks like Ogre. he's Robert De Niro in this scene, like he's really <laughs> like great, and it's like. Yeah, he's great because he's acting next to Van Damme. Yeah, yeah where yeah, it's yeah. like he—he he, of course he looks awesome. Van Damme's like a fucking mannequin. Right. Um, <laughs> same thing with Tua and Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick seems like he's a million times better because Tua goes in, he can't really do anything. I don't know why we're afraid to say it. All the announcers are dancing around that they're like the Dolphins have a great thing in this platoon and this one-two punch. No, with Tua it's and not a great thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, this they have an the, awesome defense. This, yeah, if Tua were consistent, it would it wouldn't, wouldn't be a great thing. They would just leave him in. That would be that. Listen, yeah. there's an easy out with this. He had a major, major injury last year, and he doesn't look right, and he hasn't right. had enough reps yet. I'm mean, I'm not saying he's never going to be good. I'm just saying he's not good. And they're he'll be good. They're a playoff team in a division that if you go on down the line, Buffalo's playing the best. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is beatable, including the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are sitting there waiting to get upset by somebody. Pittsburgh's a mess. 
I know we'll Tennessee get to Pittsburgh. Tennessee just got killed. If you're Pittsburgh and you were looking at a two seed, isn't the Dolphins the number one team you want to play with two at quarterback? Like, it's the only team that oh, yeah. you could maybe score 20 points and win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's take a break and we'll break down the AFC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? This is something I've thought about a lot over the last 25 years. Sometimes little kids enter your life. Sometimes you're just searching for that extra hour. Sometimes it feels like all of a sudden it's three o'clock, four o'clock. And it's like, where'd the day go? I barely did anything. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you so that you can make it a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. 10%. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bill Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. I feel like we let the Raiders off the hook a tiny bit there because if you had in the previous segment, because if you had the Raiders money line, that was about as devastating Awful. of a loss as you're going to have. You I had the under. The under too. It was like 13-13 with five minutes left. It's stupid. Stupid, stupid. Yeah, the man. Raiders, I think, were involved in the most dumb games this year. Right? Yeah. For sure. They had a, they were involved in at least five reprehensibly dumb games. Mm-hmm. All right, so the AFC, Pittsburgh comes roaring back and beats Indianapolis, a team that I had wagered on and did million-dollar picks on. I'm up 24-7. Roethlisberger, we're, we're texting at halftime, like, are they going to bench him? Who's their backup? Guy can't complete a pass. They've completely lost it. They have no energy. The, the, no team had ever gone 11-0 and then lost their next four. I got, I kind of, I got to be honest. I wrote them off. I didn't think Indianapolis was going to blow that. It seemed like they were running. They're getting five yards, whatever way they wanted. Um, it seemed like they had figured out. Don't let Rivers get strip sacked or anything dumb. Don't let uh, him beat us. Just kind of yeah. keep going forward, and and we got this. And then second half starts, and it was like Roethlisberger drank like a fucking sixty four ounce Gatorade HGH, yeah. and all of a sudden was throwing frozen ropes again. 
Yeah, he's like, give me all the oxychloroquine, uh, whatever it is that, <laughs> that that you have, just uh, inject it into my blood right now. I, 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 we saw the Undertaker meme a million times on Twitter, but that's exactly what it was. They rose from the coffin. They were dead. He didn't want to throw downfield. He hadn't thrown downfield in weeks, and then all of a sudden, Juju Smith-Schuster, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, all catching passes downfield. It made no sense. It was a stupid game for the Colts to lose. It was a stupid game for you to bet to lose on the Colts because the Steelers were dead to rights. I still don't know what was wrong, why they gave us a whole December worth of short passes and no pump fakes and nothing out of Big Ben, and now he's on top of the world again. I know one, one thing here. was I have one thing that was Tell different. Me. I noticed yeah. it in the second half and the, the announcers mentioned it too. He started taking hits. He, he was holding the ball for the extra second. I don't mm -hmm. think he wanted to get hit in like the previous four or five games. And I think in this one, because their backs were to the wall, he was like, fuck it. Yeah. And he stood in there and he took some big hits and was, and it was kind of like the, the punishment he was taking seemed to like, it was like the undertaker. Yeah. It was like when somebody's hitting the undertaker, WrestleMania, yeah, like, he's just yeah. like rises, <laughs> but he all of a sudden became Roethlisberger again. And it's crazy. Cause the, the crazy part to me, it wasn't even that they came back offensively is that the Colts couldn't score. Right. I mean, they didn't score. They were up 24 seven. They didn't score again. Yeah. That was it. They were I done. didn't get it. I, they, it know. seemed like they were running the ball too. I, it was a weird one. Frank Rex had a couple of those where you're kind of going, wait, what are you guys doing? You know, when you're Phil Rivers and you have Christmas with nine kids. So you got to <laughs> think they woke up at like four 30 in the morning and you're stepping on Legos and you already have a toe injury left and right. And, uh, I don't know. It finally caught up to him. I don't know what happens. And now they're on the outside looking in, by the way, what's weird is all these Browns fans like, yeah, we're going to win the division. We're going to win the division. The Steelers did the Browns a huge favor by yeah. knocking the Colts to the eighth spot now. Right. And we'll probably, it looks like they'll be doing them a favor next week by sitting all their starters against the Browns in a game that the Browns need to win. So right. it's, it's crazy how it all ends up. Well, that was the other nutty thing about the Colts thing. It wasn't like this was some random week 13. Oh, we kind of lost our eyes on the prize for a second. Yeah. This was a must win game and they are now in the eighth spot and they're not going to make the playoffs because for whatever reason, they completely fell apart. And I don't understand why they weren't running the ball in the second half. They have yeah. good running backs. I, look, I went and looked at the stats. They were like five yards a carry, Taylor and Hines. Right. It's really weird. So that was strange. The other one was the Cleveland Jets game, which <laughs> if you're making parlays during the COVID season before 20, more than 24 hours before the game, this is a great example why not to do that. It's, a, it's good advice. All of a sudden, there are no Cleveland wide receivers. Right. They're promoting practice squad people. And I was just like, I was, I thought it was great for me. Cause I had, I started Chubb and hunt against you. I'm like, this is awesome. They're going to carry the ball a hundred times. Yeah. Nope. By the way, nope. why did they stop? Didn't Baker throw 53 times? They weren't down 40 points. They should have run a lot more. In this, it was so weird. And third quarter. It was such a weird game plan. I think, uh, they Stefanski's done a really good job this year. This was the first game I've seen from them where I didn't know what they were doing. Cause I just felt like I would have played Chubb and hunt together. Instead they're, they were, they were in the 12 right, with the two tight ends, but they, in the fourth quarter, they were like almost like no huddle fast pace. And it's like, you can't do that with multiple tight ends. That That's going to be easy. I don't know. The whole thing was weird. The whole awards section, it was strange today. It was like, Mahomes is like, get this MVP away from me. 
Uh, Joe Judge is like coach of the year. Come on, I don't, I can't. Have, Stefanski did the same. Like, no, yeah. it's not my award. Don't don't give it to me. Flores a couple times, same thing the other day. Uh, even though they ended up winning, but um, it's going to be interesting to see who gets who gets a nod there. Well, and then the poor Jets fans who basically got their all of their money stolen out of their savings account last week. But the accountant's yeah. like, hold on, I think there's one move we could make. Right, right, right. Don't, right. don't, don't think it's gone yet. I have one call, and then they'd <laughs> win again. <laughs> well, they're locked in the two now, right? Or they're the locked in two. now. Yeah, yeah now but they, they could have at least lingered and hoped like Jacksonville's playing Indianapolis in week right. 17. And then Jacksonville's playing Chicago. Everyone and their brother has Chicago in a tease. Right. And it's 10-10. Yeah. Trubisky throws what would have been the worst pick of the day if Jared Goff didn't play professional <laughs> football today. Uh, so Jacksonville gets the ball back into the first half. They're on like mm -hmm. their own 20 with 20 seconds left. And it was like Shad Khan called in the order. Like right. we're throwing a pick on this play. They throw it right to Chicago. Chicago gets a field goal. They end up winning by like 30, they but that was so, pretty fishy. So scatterbrained, whether they were tanking or trying and it would, it would turn <laughs> on a dime within 30 seconds. By the way, maybe Doug Marone wins coach of the year. He's the only mm. one who played it right by losing. Tanking or trying would have been a fun game show for this game. So for if sure. I give you Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, what team do you like the most out of those eight? Because mine would be Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, it, it changes week to week, but Buffalo is the scariest because we talked about it last week where, you know, so what? what's the, what's the bar? You got to beat the Chiefs, right? So do you do it the way the Raiders did it and score 30 points but limit the Chiefs' possessions or – can you slug it out with the Chiefs? I actually thought Tennessee might be a team that could slug it out with the Chiefs. I don't, I don't, I guess maybe not now, but uh, Buffalo can just be like, just give us what you got. We'll go possession for possession and we'll score 45 and you score 42. So Buffalo is the one that scares me the most. Well, Buffalo's 11 and three, playing the Pats Monday night and then Miami week 17. Pittsburgh's playing Cleveland. If Buffalo wins the last two, they're the two seed because they mm. beat Pittsburgh head to head. And if I'm Buffalo, I want the two seed because then I don't have to see KC until round three. And I can keep my fingers crossed that, you know, maybe something goofy will happen in right. round two against so somebody. Is, are they making their own bet, though? Because Buffalo might play Miami in the first round anyway, or they might play Baltimore if they let them in. But if or, Buffalo or, beats Miami in week 17, I don't know. And they the get six, to the seven. two seed yeah, and then they right. knock Miami out, I think. They would probably knock them out, right? But then you're asking for trouble. So you're, you're saying, so if you're Buffalo, you're saying you would tank, get Miami in the playoffs. You know, it, it ends up being, you don't want to tank, right? Because you don't want to fall to three seed. You don't want to have no. to go to Pittsburgh if it gets to the second round, right? So I guess you, I guess you try. I guess you start everyone. I like what Buffalo has going now. They, they're mm -hmm. a team that week after week has taken care of business. I don't know if I would want to screw that up if I was mm -hmm. them. Um, the 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 Colts piece of it. So now, look the the playoff scenarios are so effing complicated. But the Colts definitely need one of Miami, Cleveland, Baltimore to lose, or mm -hmm. if they win and they play the Jaguars, so they're going to, and Tennessee loses to the Texans, they win the AFC South. So they go from being the eight seed right now to they they could actually win the AFC South now. So they could be anywhere from a four seed to out. out of the playoffs. Yeah. Or potentially even a seven seed. So right. that's weird. And 
I, I are they scheduling this where all of it's at the same time, or are they staggering it? So it's no, less they confusing. have uh, they have like five four twenty five games, six four twenty five games. No, I'm sorry, are, three. There's eight four twenty five games. There's that's a lot good. of them. Yeah, yeah. That's no, they tr- they're trying to make it like no one could scoreboard board watch, but it it's inevitable. That Texans, uh, that Texans Titans game could be good. Titans won that in overtime. If the freaking Texans didn't fumble their last possession every game, they would have a, a something that resembled a normal record. Well, it looked like Watson got hurt, and then all of a sudden he was fine. Yeah, yeah. But, I was watching. Um, I was the only idiot in the country who had Texans on a money line. Uh, everyone else is betting real teams, but you had the good. Texans on a money line. Of course, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think Cincinnati, d- drunk, hungover from the Steelers win Monday night, and uh, all of a sudden there, it's <laughs> Joe Montana back there taking snaps to the Bengals. Well, Buffalo has won seven of their last eight. The only one they lost was that Arizona game, the Hail Mary. Right. They're going to beat the Pats tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And then Miami, week 17, it's in Buffalo. Division rival. I assume they're going to try. I don't know why they would throw that game. I, I would want to be the two seed. I would want to play the worst wild card. I would want to have the momentum. But the Steelers and, I, and are then avoid guys. the Chiefs. The Steelers are sitting everybody. I think. Well, that's just because they. I think because they've had a lot of. Uh, would they yeah. play five games in December? Yeah, I guess so. They didn't have a true bye, so yeah, yeah. So we have um, Mitch Trubisky. Which is great for you. You've been a Trubisky truther for a long, long time. I I actually saw in the highlight show today, they were talking about this Bears offense. Nobody's playing better right now. I'm like, calm <laughs> down. <laughs> they beat the Jaguars. Settle down. But Mitch does look a little better. He looks you got to be excited. Well, I got Glazer. What is it? Glazer is calling plays. So it's not all Mitch. Like that happened a few weeks ago. He's calling the offensive plays. Montgomery, like we said, was good for like 1.7 yards a carry, and now he's busting through for touchdowns, David Montgomery. So yeah. the offense is all of a sudden fun. I, I have, uh, in a way, I'm proud of Mitch because I'm a true Biscaholic, but um, I'm not happy for us because I don't want, I don't think that's an automatic bet against in the playoffs for us. I know you were excited. If they're a seven seed and they're playing, who's the two now? Seattle, let's say. How many games in a row do you think they lost this year? <laughs> Uh, 14. No, I don't know. Was it, was it four or five? No, they were, hold on. I know this. They were five and one, right? And then they were five and six. Was it worse? They lost, they lost six straight games. Six in a row. Yeah. And then in week 14, they beat Houston 36 to seven. Mm -hmm. They beat Minnesota 33, 27. And they beat Jacksonville 41, 17 in every, and the, in week 14, they lost to Detroit 34, 30. They almost won that game. So they've scored 30 plus in four straight. But against Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. Now, they're playing Green Bay in a must-win game. I don't feel like Green Bay is going to roll over if they can get the one seed. No, they're going to want the one seed. You saw how how intimidating they are in the snow and everything at home. I I think we should examine that at some point, that there's no home field advantage yet. All the teams that always win at home are fucking great at home still. I don't know. Like I'm trying to look at this. Like Buffalo's 6-1, Pittsburgh 7-1 at home. The Chiefs are six and one. They'll win next week. They'll be seven and one. Green Bay seven and one at home. Seattle seven and one at home without the twelfth man. Like I don't know. I think there is still a home field advantage. Guys don't get like getting on planes and shit. And got some of these older quarterbacks don't want to travel. I think there's a home field advantage this year. Did you see there was a stat going around that Trubisky and Deshaun? I think Trubisky 
is has one win more than yes. Deshaun as a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his first forty uh, games or something. I know. It's great, great stuff. <laughs> um, so the playoff matchups look like this right now: Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, Miami. And then I, all that's going to change because there's teams playing each other. Right. Uh, if the season ended today in the NFC, New Orleans, Chicago, Seattle and the Rams, a game we just watched, and I don't know Enough. if I ever want to watch again, and Washington, Tampa. So <laughs> out of those choices, what would the Shakey's game be? I feel like it's Washington, Tampa. You don't think Tennessee, Miami? I think it's Washington, Tampa. I would have thought that, but freaking NBC is putting Washington on their primetime Sunday last game of the year thing. I, I don't understand that. Oh, well, that Tom Brady and Shakey's is not, uh, they don't, uh, he, first of all, he would never eat that terrible food. Uh, secondly, I don't know. They, they put him in the early Saturday spot. I'm not sure. Tampa, Tampa was padding some stats on Saturday. Yeah, was. He's That's like, oh, good, cool. Oh, cool. The Lions have quit on their coaching staff and now their head coach isn't even here. I'm coaching up staff. some stats. They had two coaches from CW Post there. They did missing a head coach. They, they had everyone uh, jump ship for that Lions team. Yeah, that was a good defense to get well against. But he did. I mean, he's throwing a Brown and Godwin and Evans and Gronk killed me with his over uh, touchdowns. So Peter Schrager texted me during that game and he was like, they're going to keep throwing to Evans because they want him to get a thousand yards for the season. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, like they're up 30 and that was they, it. They threw it to Mike four straight times. He had to come out. He was tired. It's bizarre. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to tell you about Brad Mulcahy's eliminator pool. Cause this was the most fun thing that happened all weekend. This episode is brought to you by Nissan SUV. It's good to stay up to date. I mean, we've seen this in basketball. We've seen it in football. We've seen it in baseball. Once the stats started taking off in the 2000s, everybody had to figure that out. Then I remember in basketball, first it was three-pointers. Then it was defensive stats. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep evolving. You got to keep going. Now it's pace and threes. What's it going to be next, big guys? That's why the 2024 Nissan Rogue has Google built right into its 12.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system. With Google Maps, Assistant, and more, you can stay up to date on everything that's ahead without even needing to connect your phone. Find your next adventure with the Nissan SUV. Learn more about the Rogue, Pathfinder, and Armada SUVs at NissanUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, we're going to do all the guest lines in a second, and there are a lot of complications, and it's and I, I almost have to have a cup of coffee. So many things are going on. But before, we're, it's, it's a, a lemon sorbet. It's like the eight-course meal where we're going to pass you the sorbet for a little palate cleanser. Mm. Our friend Brad 
the most insane person either of us know was in an elimination pool where how many people were left? 39? They were started with 5,290 people. Before this week, uh, there were 34 remaining. And after the early games, he was one of 10 people left. So he had Bears-Jaguars with the early game. And then Bears to win, right? Late game, it could have been either team on Cowboys-Eagles because he hadn't used those teams. Right, correct. So then uh, it no, was... he used Cowboys last week. He could have used Washington this week. So he stayed away from Washington, Smart. which knocked out another four. So really, before his game, whatever you want to count it, there's like five people left. Uh, and and yes, he's he... up he's up 14 to three with the Eagles. And yeah. we're texting like, what is this? This is like a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is like This is like one of those alternate universe things where Brad wins a lot of money. Who are we the most afraid of? Right. The 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 people he owes, like like what he's gonna do with it, where's he gonna yeah. keep it? It's just there's so many variables. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways he could have lost the money in a way. Like we don't root for anyone to not succeed, but we do appreciate the fact that he is where he is because if he had a lot of money, he could gamble it away. God forbid it could go on, you know, hard yeah, to, on drug, a bender, whatever, yeah. go on yeah. a bender. Uh, also the government, you know, his paycheck's been garnished for but he's the kind of guy who just does it gets like racks up parking tickets and never pays them. And so the government's always after him. So it's like, he's going to get this money and someone's going to knock at his door and it's going to send them off. Uh, like, like you said, like, I, I didn't know what to root for here. I wanted him to win. And then part of me was like, should we just pull together money and buy him out of this? Because this is, um, I think that's our best scenario here other than like a GoFundMe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we told, we did a whole long podcast with Brad on your old right. against all odds feed. Not the, right. the new one you have is against all odds, extra points. The, the old blue, one, it's still up. One. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. It's still up. If you want to hear Brad's complete life story, it was the most Great. popular podcast we ever did on that feed. Yeah. Uh, I, we both still get, uh, emails about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, Brad's out. So how many he's people out. are left? There's like four people left and he's not one of them. And he's, uh, He's despondent. I don't know what to tell him. I mean, he had to figure out that NFC East. That was that was it. Like he bet against the Jets. He picked against the Jaguars every week as as long as he could. And then it came down. And he had all the NFC East teams. Like you can't figure that out two weeks in a row. And um, that's no. what he had to do. It's Very actually sad. legal to figure it out two weeks in a row. <laughs> right. And then our we might as well do our fantasy league thing now. So Let's we went head to head in the keeper league, and mm -hmm. it came down to. First of all, congratulations. It first came of, down yeah, to. Yeah. Kyler Murray getting completely outperformed by Aaron Rodgers. It was the, literally the difference of 10 points, which is what you beat me by. Well, I'll say this. I'm not celebrating yet because there could be some weird CBS overnight strange shit. And if it does happen, <laughs> I'm, I fully expect to read that Bill Simmons purchased CBS sports line for $75 million or something overnight. That seems but high. That's going to be like a vote dump in the middle of the night. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm just waiting. But well, Camaro was the key. I mean, I was about to be the only person in America to lose with Alvin Camaro on my, on my fantasy team. He had like 56 points, but yeah, you had Murray and you had uh, Hopkins and you needed like 40 out of them and you couldn't get it. I thought I was going to have huge games for both of them. I haven't won a fantasy league in 13 years mm -hmm. and I'm becoming like the, uh, <laughs> like the New York Mets post 86 last uh -oh. year. I had the best team in our old league. I had the best team by far. Right. I somehow lost. And then this, this time I lose. And it was even worse than that because I didn't even get to enjoy Sunday because there's this <laughs> random Friday game and Kamara keeps scoring touchdowns and yeah. I'm barely watching because it's Christmas. I have people at my house. 
mm-hmm. then it's like he's got five, and then it's like, should they put him back in for six? I'm like, no. Right. They're like, oh, it's him and Ernie Nevers. They're the only people <laughs> with six touchdowns. Like, what is happening? Kamara hasn't done anything for two months. Yeah. Well, let and me. So just you say, had 54 points before yeah. I even. I was up to up like 80, 81% or something, and it got. Oh to, my god. You were 50-50 going because I had nothing out of Lockett. Nothing out of that terrible tight end Everett. I have the second string for the Rams. It got to 50-50 by the Sunday night game, and I had a decision, Rodgers or Josh Allen. I was like, do I want Josh Allen to stick it to his team? That's extra fun. Make him sweat it out. Or do I want to talk about it on the podcast tonight? And when it came, you know, Aaron Rodgers going for the MVP and everything was the difference for me. I'm like, he's going to throw for touchdowns when he could be handing off to Aaron Jones. And, uh, you know, I got to say, it's like it, it, it's special to me because I was the last one you asked. You to weren't join the last league. one. You weren't like, the last hey, one. I got one spot left. No, you want no, in? no, no. I was like, yeah, uh, you weren't the last one. I'll get in and I'll beat your ass and that'll be that. But it, it's good that you lost. It is. It sends a bad message if you win. You quit. If a I league. win my own league. Yeah, you quit a league. You start another league and then you win. Like that would send a. Well, I didn't quit a league. I got voted out. Yeah, but then you quit. You voted and you me out. This other thing. I quit every year. <laughs> It sends a bad message to the kids is all I'm saying. Second place <laughs> what is kids? Nice. Second place is nice. My Cowboys will come in second. You'll come in second. It's fine. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. And thanks I for inviting me. I can't believe Kyler Murray. I can't believe it. He was my guy all year. Yeah. And you it try. was, I, I knew Hopkins in the first drive, the he, he had Kirk in the end zone. He overthrew it. They settled yeah. for three. I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of these games. Great. Right. I'm already down 54 points because Alvin Kamara thought he was Gail Sears. I fell for you, man. No, I'm you sorry. definitely didn't. <laughs> okay. We're going to do, um, we're going to try to figure out guess the lines. It's tough. But before we do that, so Buffalo and New England are facing off in a Monday night showdown. FanDuel Sportsbook giving you a chance to get an even bigger win when you bet the game. For every 2,500 fans who bet on Buffalo to cover, FanDuel Sportsbook will move the line one point in Buffalo's favor. There is no limit to how good this line get as long as you can keep putting in the bets. Best of all, we'll pay out at whatever the line lands by kickoff so you don't have to wait in to get in on the action. FanDuel giving away money with this offer. Tell your friends, the line can get even bigger. A past example, Milwaukee versus Philly. It opened at Sixers plus eight and a half. It ended at plus 59 and a half. I'm going to guess that covered. If you already have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, just look for the, quote, spread the love, unquote, market to place your bet. And if you've been holding out, here's your chance to start betting on FanDuel with incredible ads. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Be sure to sign up with code BS. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code BS. Must be 21 plus and present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. Must wager in designated crowdfunding market. Max wager $50, payout at minus 10. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700 in Colorado. 800 bets off in Iowa. 800 nine with it in Indiana. 800 gambler in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois. 800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1800gamer.net in West Virginia. All right. The categories for guest the lines this week are a little different. I said I separated them into the following. Oh. First category is AFC playoff spot on the line. Second one is NFC East on the line. Third one's NFC one seed at stake. Then we have NFC playoff spot on the line, playoff seating at stake, and then completely totally fucking irrelevant will be our okay. last category. So we'll start with the AFC playoff spot on the line. 
Titans. The, the irre relevant one should be Saturday. Keep the Saturday thing going. We'll see Vikings-Lions on Saturday. We don't need to mix it up with all the other fun. Is stuff. there a Saturday game? No, there's not. They put them all Sunday because they get yeah. scared. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, first one, AFC playoff spot on the line. Titans-Texans in Houston. Mm -hmm. Titans still have not clinched the AFC South. Crazy. Titans somehow have not clinched a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. I have the Titans by five and a half in Houston. Ooh, all right. I said six and a half, and it's seven as I see it. Hmm. And like I said, that game went to overtime last last time they played. That could be the that could be the upset. Wouldn't that be something? That's why I went lower because they've already played and the game came down to the last play. Yeah, I think they're adding a couple for anybody who absolutely needs to win against a team that doesn't. But next one. Bills home for the Dolphins. If Miami wins, they are in the playoffs. If they don't win, they can still make it, but they'd need some help. Mm -hmm. The Bills can get to a two seed if they beat New England and then they beat Miami and Pittsburgh loses. You're doing a Cleveland. good job with this. I have Thank to admit. You. It's like a Thanks. nice dissertation. Like your professor's watching. All right. Try. Thank you. Um, I have the Bills favored by three and a half against mm. the Dolphins. We split this. I said four and a half. It is four. I mean, these are going to jump all over the place once we find out who's playing, right? Well, that, that was the tough one with this because if the Bills say, fuck it, we're playing, we're going for a two seed, this line goes to seven. Mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick. Yes. Fitzpatrick was on Buffalo. I have a vague memory of that, right? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah He's been he, on uh, so many teams I can't keep track. What did they do? So first of all, these are all division games, right? So they played each other. Bills won 31-28, probably the second, third week of the year. I remember the Dolphins coming up short there against Fitzmagic. So it'll be a fun one. I really like Tua. He's been all over the map this season. He's had two games now where it became clear midway through the second quarter that they had to pull him, and they waited an extra hour to do it. He's also had a couple, and in the Rams game, he got annihilated too. He's also had a couple games where he looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I don't, and, and their weapons, guys have been hurt. Parker's out. They, they've had 17 starting running backs, the whole thing. But, um, but I just think they have to play Fitzpatrick well, in this game. I think they blow the playoff spot if they leave Tua in, right? Um, and if they leave him in for the playoffs, uh, you know, Fitzpatrick's not going to probably beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, but they could win a game. Dolphins could win a game with Fitzpatrick. I don't see it with Tua. It would be funny if they, like, polled all their fans, what do you think we should do? I feel like it would be 98% would be like, can you play Fitz, please? We want to win a playoff game. Yeah. yeah it's sure. like the Dolphins have had a lot of playoff success and since Dan Marino retired. Almost I don't even... Yeah. I think they've won, like, one playoff game this century. Mm -hmm. I would play Fitzpatrick. If they start Tua, that's insane. Next one is uh, Ravens-Bengals. We didn't talk about the Ravens. We can talk about them right here. It's, it's in Baltimore. The Ravens were getting a lot of buzz about the Ravens are back. There's a lot of that going around. Lamar looks like Lamar again. Yeah, he looks like Lamar again when he's playing a shitty team. Yeah. We, we, we've never... I, I was never concerned about Lamar against bad teams, and this year against bad teams, he still looked good. It's when he plays good defenses that it's a problem. Well, they, I was concerned about him when he uh, took a 40-minute bathroom break. But other than that, but no, that was a decent, that was a good win. That was, like, that was like the game of the year. That's why everybody was like, he's back. That was a coin flip game. I think they were favored by two or three. And uh, that was a great game. I think that people look at that. It was high profile. And then they beat on these crap teams uh, to end Against the Against the Browns defense that lost to the yeah. Jets today? I know. 
I know, I know. Everyone's got flaws. What are you going to do? They, he put up 34 against your terrible team. Mm-hmm. 47 on Cleveland, although he wasn't out there for some of it. 40 against Jacksonville and 40 against the Giants. People are like, Lamar's back. I look forward to betting against him in the playoffs. Let, let's flip the script. You're the Bills. You're a two seed. Who do you want to play the least? Ravens, Dolphins, Colts. I would want to play the Colts the least because I actually think they're they're good and they've been really? their own worst enemy in some of these games. Yeah. All right. I think Lamar. Really? You'd be afraid of Baltimore the best? I, I think he'll have a little chip on his shoulder if he gets the playoffs. All right. Let's see it, Lamar. What'd I have, have for, for this game, Ravens, 14 and a half over Cincy. Wow. We both went, and you're going to get this too. I went, I said eight, and it's 11 and a half. Hmm. So you're going to get that. I win that by half a point. By half a point. Wonderful. Um, all right. Remember that, though. Because we're we're putting that in a money line parlay. Promise the Ravens, that. if they win, they're in the playoffs. If they lose, they're not necessarily out of the playoffs, but they need some help. Mm-hmm. The Browns are the most confusing one to me. So Browns are home for the Steelers. Pittsburgh can clinch a two seed if Buffalo wins. If Buffalo loses one of the next two, right? Odds are they're not going to lose one of the next two. I could see Pittsburgh not playing anybody in this game. This is why week 17 is the nightmare to bet on because this might be Pittsburgh's second string against the Browns. I could tell you right now, and you'd win the you'd win the pick, what Vegas and FanDuel are thinking as to whether or not they will start anyone. But yeah. I did not have that information, so I'm not going to give it to you. But go ahead. What do you think of the line is? Well, I'm going to give you a couple more scenarios. All right. The Browns are out. If they lose and the Dolphins, Ravens, and Colts win. Mm-hmm. There's also weird scenarios where if they lose and the Dolphins lose, but the Ravens and Colts win, they're out. There's like weird tiebreaker shit with them. And I don't know how Tennessee factors into this. Basically, I don't know either. Yeah. Basically, Cleveland, just try to win the game. Um, I have the Browns favored by five points over the Steelers. Okay. You're going to get it. I said four and a half. It's right now. It's seven. So they are for sure thinking that Pittsburgh is sitting everybody. So what do we make of the Browns? Because they had no receivers today and it's hard to hang that weird Jets game on them. I didn't love the coaching, but I still feel like I don't know if I'd want to see them in the playoffs because they have some elite players. I think it's tough to take all your receivers from you. I really do. (laughs) I, I think it's really hard to say, hey, this is Austin Hooper. You're going to throw to him 47 times, uh, and that's going to be your recipe. Who was the other guy who dropped like seven passes? The other tight end. They're like he was a or... Mackey Award winner. Oh, Joku was it? Was it who? I no, don't not Njoku. The other guy. There's a third guy who a couple yeah. times was open, and the ball would just hit his hands, and then like he was a Mackey Award winner. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that, yeah. There, it, it's a disaster, and. I don't know what to, and what was it? It was a hot tub thing. Like I kind of lost faith in the fact that they were still doing COVID tests. Like, I I don't know how it is by you, but I feel like by you, you're a few miles from me. I I feel like a a lot of people I know are starting to get it now. And the NFL stopped producing positive tests right when everyone I knew started getting it. And the, and the, you know, there were uh, gurneys and gift shops and shit like that. Like, what is the NFL doing? Are they just not keeping track anymore? And then this happened. But it happened like in a hot tub. Jay Glazer said it was a hot tub situation that these four guys became, um, whatever you want to say, COVID suspicious. One of them got it. They won't say who has it and who just is uh, just had too much uh, 
close proximity that had to be taken off the roster. But um, it, it gave me a little uh, hope to know that the NFL was playing by rules. But th- with everyone back next week, I think they win this game. Don't you think? Co- COVID Suspicious is the worst porn movie title I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I think they win this game too. Yeah. What? Is, why is Pittsburgh going to care about this game? What do they care if they're a two seed or a three seed? They don't. They, they need the always, rest. They just played five games in 20 days. It's true. That's true. They'll always play defense, though. That's the only thing. The last one, Colts-Jaguars. Colts need one of Miami, Cleveland, Baltimore to lose, but they can also win the AFC South if they win and Tennessee loses. They're playing a really terrible team that doesn't want to win anymore. And it's in Indianapolis. I have the Colts favored by 14 points. Uh, Damn, you get it. I said 12 and a half. It's 13 and a half. Mm. Again, we won't get too much money back on that. That's couch cushion change, but money line parlay. Boom. All right, so here's how this probably plays out. Titans beat the Texans. Bills beat the Dolphins. Ravens beat the Bengals. Browns beat the Steelers. Colts beat the Jaguars. And if that's the case, ring around the rosy, Miami's out. Oh, if Miami loses, right. So that's the that's the I think Miami's the most likely team to lose out of those out of those five. Well, yes, FanDuel and Vegas will tell you yes, because the, the line's only four. But I think the te- Titans, Texans. Um I w- I don't I'm not betting the Titans anytime soon. I don't like what I saw today. So you could conceivably, if you if you're like Miami's gonna be the one that gets bounced, you could bet on Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, and then on Buffalo as a five-team parlay, Just and it's basically win. the Miami's going home team. But then you'd be betting against Fitzpatrick in Week 17 when he's the Johnny Unitas in Week 17. Right. I forgot so about that. The likely scenario is Miami getting voted out, but <laughs> I'm with you. Tennessee, I could see. They've had some stinkers this year. They just look soft for a team that runs all over everybody. I mean, they lost. The, I know they lost that game to the Browns. It ended up being by like six points, but they were losing by four touchdowns at half they were losing yeah. this game yeah this game wasn't as close as uh when they just played as as the final score and um this one one you got to catch them on a good week you know the other thing houston doesn't have their first or second pick so it's not like they they're trying to tank or yeah do anything for the draft so they might as well try to win i saw that one thing that laramie tunsil is a top that trade they made for him that that pick is now a top five pick and the other thing I saw that was weird about picks is the Giants could win the division or draft as high as third. <laughs> Seriously? Is that amazing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Some things have to break a certain way. But Speaking uh, of the Giants, we're going to our next category, the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Two games, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Washington. We'll start with, uh, well, well, I'll give you the scenarios. Mm-hmm. If Washington wins, they clinch. Dallas makes it if they win and Washington loses. Mm-hmm. The Giants make it if they win and Washington loses. Philly's Phil- out of it. Philly's out. Philly, mm-hmm. The Philly fans have been put out of their misery. Now they can go on to uh, freaking out about Markel Fultz, who lit it up again for Orlando. <laughs> and I'm not even sure that was Elton Brand's worst trade. Really? Giving away Markel Fultz for a top 20 protected pick of Jonathan Simmons when Markel Fultz was 20 years old. Markel Fultz now is like a legitimate keeper and they gave him away for like 10 cents on the dollar. And mm-hmm. it might not have been one of his three worst trades. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, yeah. that's, not, that's not, not part of the process. You don't think it's a different I, process? He, he was uh, the process, the bathroom process. Mm. Cowboys, Giants. It's in Dallas. The Giants just look. It's in. It's in New York, right? Oh, it's in New York. Yeah, it's in New York. Yeah. Oh, good catch. Well, it's not going to change my opinion on the line. Um, the Giants have just looked awful. Yeah, it's like they were. Band-Aid and scotch tape, and they kind of tricked us to thinking they were frisky and their defense. And meanwhile, they were just playing shitty offenses. Yeah, the offense doesn't show up. Your team can move the ball. <laughs> and the rejuvenated Ezekiel Elliott, rejuvenated. <laughs> I have the Cowboys favored by four and a half. Oh. Oh, that's a little silly. I said plus two. Giants plus two. It's plus two and a half, so I get it. Cowboys plus two and a half. This or is still, Cowboys minus two and a half. Cowboys minus two and a half. This is still the Cowboys. Let's not get crazy. Let's please not get crazy. I know they have all of the shiny parts, but um, it's Mike McCarthy. Listen, <laughs> it's more fun for the NFL, for football fans, for America, and for society at large if Dallas <laughs> wins the NFC East. Because then we would have Dallas against Tampa. Probably, yeah. On Saturday night mm -hmm. in the Blood Diamond Memorial <laughs> Tears game. <laughs> the Saturday night Blood Diamond game. Dallas-Tampa. You know it's that'll be the game. They have to yep. do that one. That one makes sense. And then, uh, I don't know. Tampa <laughs> losing to Dallas would be fucking hilarious. Can I just, did Freddie Kitchens call the offense again? I don't think, I didn't check up on this. Was Jason Garrett back? Because you know that's going to happen. Jason Garrett comes back next week and just oh. demoralizes the Cowboys defense. Oh, that's another good one. Oh, that'd be the funniest. Of so all. many fun things. God, I'm really having a good time. The <laughs> other one is Eagles-Washington. This one's in, uh, it's in Philly. Right. Washington needs to win. So it's either Haskins who was so bad that I, I won't even read some of Joe House's texts of his disappointment <laughs> in Haskins. But um, there yeah, was a but weird he, moment. He bought, he bought it back in his post-game post presser. He kind of said it is what it is, which is what you want to hear from a quarterback <laughs> who really just needs to win seven games to take the division. He was truly terrible in that game. And bad there was week this for him. Weird moment, fourth and 19, there's a timeout, and he ran on the field, and it seemed like he was replacing Heineken <laughs> but it was like he came out to tell him something and then he ran back and they, there was like silence from yeah, the yeah. announcers. Did you see that? Yeah. That was so weird. Right. And then yeah. everybody else was like, what's Haskins doing? I, I don't know if he was asking the guy for $1 bills for tonight or yeah, what's right. going on. Yeah, but. I was like, no, I just need to tell you, we're changing plans. We're not going to the tender trap. <laughs> we're going to be at the nifty nipple. All right. Okay. Do your thing. Try to win. <laughs> I think every time somebody mentioned Haskins all week, it was like Dwayne Haskins stripped of his captaincy. Uh, it's like Dwayne right. Haskins was a captain. <laughs> <laughs> what kind captain. of team is this? He's <laughs> not even going to be in the NFL next year. Oh, what a mess that Washington team is. Well, Washington can win the, win the NFC East if they just beat the Eagles, who gave mm -hmm. up 730 passing yards today. Jesus. I somehow. It's just because of the quarterback situation. I could not go higher than Washington by one. Yeah, you were closer. I thought Washington, uh, oh, Washington by one. Yeah. I said Eagles by three and a half. And it is Eagles by one and a half. So who gets that? I think I do, right? You got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. 
So with that said, Eagles favored, Cowboys favored, Cowboys winning the division is the favored outcome. So the Eagles gave up 38 <laughs> straight points today. Yeah, it sounds right. And they're favored in the next game against a team that is favored to win the NFC East. What a division. I don't see them doing Dallas any favors either. This division was like a documentary. Beautiful. So who do we who who do we think is actually winning this division? I would say the Cowboys. It is weird that they're favored and they're favored to win the division right now. Now that I look at it, it can't happen. I'm telling the, you, that Jason Garrett, that, he's a snake. I, I know he's got something in store. There's going to be some dumb trick play where uh, Daniel Jones catches a touchdown, runs 70 yards after a, a screen pass that he catches. So Jason Garrett beating the Cowboys and knocking them out of the playoff spot that not only did you not want, your body was rejecting it like a kidney transplant for right. weeks on end. And that, then somehow he could still fuck you out of another playoffs, That's even perfect. though he's out of your life. So That's perfect. a pretty good scenario. I yeah. was thinking the other really good scenario, I hope Kyle's videotaping this because this is a social media breakout, this whole combo, <laughs> if I've ever heard one. Um, the other one is Alex Smith. Mm -hmm. Just they figure out a way to get him out there for week 17. He's got like freaking two by fours strapped to both of his legs. He's just, right. and he's out there and it's basically the any given Sunday, Dennis Quaid scenario where to teach Willie Beam in a lesson, he goes out an incredible amount of pain and, and just is awesome for a half, but gets the shit kicked out of him. And then oh. halftime, Ron Rivera gives the Pacino speech and Haskins who's was counting dollar bills in front of his locker for getting ready for that night. Gets so inspired. He starts walking toward Rivera, you know, like, like Jamie Foxx in the movies, he, the, the words are just, and then he goes in and Haskins wins the game in the second wow. half for Alex Smith in the Washington team. And then instead of going to the strip joint that night, just goes home. Stuffs the dollar bills down Ron Rivera's bra, <laughs> goes out there, wins the game. He takes a wad of $1 bills yeah. and puts it in Rivera's fanny pack. Unbelievable. And then goes out there and throws two touchdowns. Well, that'd and, then be Joe, and then Joe House buys a Haskins jersey. So that's the <laughs> other scenario. <laughs> One of those two, I don't know. What a division. Uh, oh. We're going to take a break and then do the rest of the uh, lines. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by US News and World Report, recognized for the best customer service and home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bs. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com/bs. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, 
Not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game. Right now, than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at McLobeUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. Okay, man, we still have more games with playoff implications. This set, this seven seed is really something. The NFC, one seed at stake. Three games here, Packers, Bears, Saints, Panthers, Seahawks, 49ers. If the Packers beat the Bears, they are a one seed. If the Bears beat the Packers, they make the playoffs. The Bears can make the playoffs anyway if the Cardinals lose. Mm-hmm. So those are all of our scenarios there. And if then, the, the, right, okay, if, sorry. If yeah. the Packers lose, then the right. Saints can beat the Panthers. They become the one seed. If the Packers and Saints lose, the Seahawks can then somehow sneak in if they beat the Niners. And if all three teams lose, I don't know what the fuck happens. No, but if they're all 12 and four, it gets... Gets yeah. super, yeah, because then we have conference records and who the hell knows. We need Kornacki here. This gets too crazy. Yeah. Kornacki, they screwed him. They, he was doing his thing today and the graphic wouldn't come up and he started doing it on memory. It was really impressive. So what do you think happens? So when CNN, when they touch the screen, I believe that they're actually touching the screen and it's making shit change. And the, the Sunday night, I don't even think they care. They're just like they're reading his cadence. And when he goes to point, they change it except they forgot to change it. Like normally I think he has control over his yeah. actual, his tangible control over the board. But yeah, they, they did screw him. They didn't switch the screen on him. I have used those when I did the NBA draft with Jalen those two years. Yeah. I got to use the touch screen. You did. And I yeah. really took it seriously and I really wanted to do well when I did it. I think one of them's on YouTube, but it was like moving, we're moving players around. It worked. And yeah, yeah. It, but it's hard because you're also trying to remember what you're saying, but at the same time, you're, you know, mm -hmm. it, 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 you, it's these two different muscles that aren't related to each other. And you're also being, you're on live television. Yeah. You're like playing a video game and cooking dinner at the same <laughs> right. time. Right. It's like, like talk, you're playing yeah. Miss Pac-Man while you're also talking right. to five people. Yeah. All right. NFC one seed. The Packers are in Chicago. I, this to me was the classic. I think I nailed this. The classic three and a half. Uh, you're going to be closer. I don't know why I said three. I really leaned in on the Bears needing it more, but it's four and a half. Mm. So you get that. Is this, I want to ask for one thing. How about this game is good? How about they make this game good? And they talk about this being the greatest rivalry of all of football. Can you remember one Packers-Bears game that meant anything? There was a playoff game about six or seven years ago where I don't even remember the Bears quarterback's name, but he was in there because Cutler got hurt. Maybe it was more than seven years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, like, I remember that game. Yeah. Kyle, you, Kyle Orton. Was it Orton? I don't even know if it was Orton. It was Henny. Uh, no, I, I don't know what it was. Cowboy Bob Orton? It was Cowboy Bob Orton. <laughs> he had, they still had the cast on, and they lost. Uh, Green Bay won and went to the championship. But uh, for the greatest rivalry in football, can we have a memorable game between these two teams? I think this should be the one. I remember th when the Cleo Mack trade, that yeah. first Monday night game was a good one. Remember that? They'd made the trade and Cleo Mack showed up against Rodgers. Yeah. yeah, it was Sunday right, night. Okay, that was, was a fun close. one. All right. Okay. Let's have more. Other than those. that, I can't remember a single Bears Packers game. Greatest who, rivalry. Who years. says this is the best rivalry? Oh, everybody. You, you say, like, when they, so they kicked off the 100th year with this game. I think that's what you're talking about. Like, when to kick off the 100th NFL season, 
No better rivalry is going to do it, and it's going to be Packers bet. Like, it gets me crazy. I think Kingsbury, Anthony Lynn, even though they've <laughs> never coached against each other, that's going to be the best rivalry in <laughs> well, sports history. Yeah. Let's see how this Washington Philly thing turns out. <laughs> All right, second one. Saints in Carolina to play the Panthers, where I feel like Drew Brees has lost 12 times in his career. It's probably been three, but it was oh, allowed yeah. to. Um, I bumped this a little high just because they know that we know we want to tease this. Mm -hmm. So I put it at Saints seven and a half, which I think is going to be too high. Oh, wow. You're right. It is too high. Uh, I said four and a half. It's five. Mm. Um, and I don't know that Alvin Kamara's uh, miracle game means that Drew Brees is back. What were his numbers? Was he 19 for 26 with two interceptions? Am I reading that right? He looks like he doesn't seem happy, Drew Brees. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's 11 broken ribs. Yeah, he's got broken ribs protecting his heart. I think you're right, though. When he goes to Carolina, it's too sun, It's sunny. It's uh, He has to wear the eye black. He wears it unnecessarily. Anyway, yeah, yeah this, this could be could be a little bit of a trap game. Panthers look good today. I'm going to dislike Alvin Kamara for the rest of my life. <laughs> Every time I see his face or hear his name, I'm going to think of the time he ruined my Christmas. Yeah. When he scored 54 points in our fantasy league, which had only been done 19 other times in the history of football. <laughs> and he did it against my team that was trying to win a fantasy title on Christmas. How about I almost lost? I would have been the only idiot in the country who lost with Alvin Kamara on, on his uh, roster. I'm Last sorry. one. You're not sorry. Seahawks at San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing the Seahawks are back thing. We should talk about that game. That was the one game we didn't talk about. The Rams? Seahawks? Yeah. Because Jared Goff's another one on my do not bet list. Uh, between you I'm and never doing it again. Brother ever. Bry, everybody wishing Jared Goff that he should die. All this stuff. I was like, oh, man. But I don't he, wish he dies. I just no. wish he wouldn't play football <laughs> on a game that I gambled on anymore. <laughs> Goff is the perfect zigzag, though, right? He has a bad game, and then Sean McVay sits him down, and it's like, all right. Oh, and then he looks human again. It didn't didn't happen. Didn't zag today, Bill. Didn't zag. I feel us. like I nailed that game. I had it perfect. I didn't think the Seahawks were going to be able to move the ball. Mm -hmm. And I thought the Rams only needed 20 points and they were going to win. And it was just like, just steer the car, Jared. Just steer it straight. <laughs> you, see, you see those see those signs and those guardrails? Don't hit those. Just keep it straight. Keep it between the two dotted lines. That's all, all you right. have to do. Hand the ball off. Do some play action. He just couldn't do it. He threw yeah. one, he threw the worst pick. I, the, Aikman, first of all, Aikman never gets mad at QBs ever. It's like this weird QB. It's all over. He's like a kinship thing. And he was destroying them for an hour. Yeah, I liked it. But he threw that one interception. They do the replay from behind Goff. And Aikman's like, Joe, I don't know what he was looking at there. I just, <laughs> I don't know who that was, who that was to, Joe. I have no idea. Yeah. I, and it's the same thing. Like, oh, Aaron Donald's great. And Leonard Floyd, I think, had five tackles or something, two sacks. Like, you don't need to do much to win. But the one thing I'll say about Russ, and you know, people will be like, the Seahawks are back. One thing I'll say is they don't have to – he doesn't have to throw four touchdowns for them to win anymore, right? It's, True. So it doesn't have to be 34-30 anymore, especially if they're playing a team like the Rams. I don't know how many more offenses there are like that in the playoffs, but um, they'd be lucky to meet up with the Rams again. Sometimes they overreact when somebody makes an awesome play. 
But mm-hmm. Adams did make an unbelievable play in that game when he came across the entire field to tackle Henderson, who was going in the end zone. Oh, right. And I have no idea how he read it. It was like watching a video game when somebody's character has yeah. super powers. He was on the right side of the line. He mm-hmm. gets the snap perfectly and just started sprinting to the other side and tipped him by a sneaker. And then the Rams ended up not punching it in. I know. And that was the game. And that was the best play I saw all day. Teaser killer. I thought I was so smart. Get adding six, getting seven and a half with mm. the Rams. It was good all game, except for Well, we're gonna ha- we're gonna hit the Rams left. in a second. I have the Seahawks by four and a half in San Francisco. Although it's uh, not San Francisco. I get it. It's um three and a half. I said three. You're beating one. me again this week. One, two, three. I'm like back. the Steelers. I started out great, and then I just... <laughs> it's six to five. You could still catch up here. All right, next category. NFC playoff spot on the line. Rams, Cardinals. This is in LA. Cardinals can make it if they win and the Bears lose. There's a world in which the Rams don't make it. Crazy. And I had the Rams to win the division, me which too. I forgot. And then bet the Rams again today when the move, I should have bet the Seahawks and just nice. hedged it. Cause I had great, I had like plus eight fifty Rams to win the division. Ugh. Um, I'm a moron. Don't forget that. <laughs> but, um, this is really a loser leaves town match. And I don't understand why they wouldn't have made this a Sunday night game unless they were afraid of the bears winning. No, I think they're afraid of Goff not playing because the, the backup is this guy, John Wolford from Wake Forest. Yeah, I don't think they want to be stuck with Wolford, although they might be stuck with Heineken instead. So I don't know what the difference is really. But um, yeah, I'd rather see this game than the Eagles-Washington team. I thought Blake Bortles was their backup, and I was really disappointed. I don't know who John Wolford is. Hmm. Blake Forrest, baby. I'm on the board. I'll put in a good word for you. (laughs) That's our agent, James Baby. So is there there a line on this? There is no line on this. But I would have said if, if, if Goff is with a wrapped up thumb starts, I would have thought four and a half. What do you think? The wrapped up thumb was the excuse Goff needed. I would have <laughs> said four or four and a half. Okay. But, um, yeah, the Cardinals, it's a pretty nice spot for them all of a sudden. Cause the, the Packers actually need that bears game. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals who have really looked like dog crap for two months. Um, they're going against a QB. Who's going to have a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. And I f- still feel like Cliff Kingsbury can screw this up. Yeah. The monumental game for Cliff Kingsbury to get in at nine and seven against the beating the Rams would be a big spot. Cliff's going to be coaching like, does Pepperdine have a football team? I'm trying to think of like a, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> he's going to be coaching who? G- uh, give me some Cal, give me Poly, some la- Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. They do have a team. Okay. That's Cliff's next job. <laughs> Cliff, we're on to you. Do you know the Rams could get that five spot? Yeah. So that who do you? Yeah, the Rams. They, they, def- they, could, they could win if they win and Tampa loses. They they're playing the Giants, Washington, Philly, or Dallas winner, whatever. Rams defense is among the people I feel the worst for this season. Sure. They because they they went toe to toe with Seattle for like fifty two minutes, and mm-hmm. then God finally fucked up again. And they had that thing. They showed Jalen Ramsey, like, kind of consoling Goff before he went back on the field. Uh, and then their defense rolled over. And that was when you got some Tyler Lockett fantasy points. But you're gonna um, read, you're gonna read about the Rams defense and Deshaun Watson opting out, and then like, oh yeah, COVID scares you. Like, no, 
we're just sick of our teams. We just can't, <laughs> we can't, we, we keep showing up and nothing's reciprocated and it's terrible. It's so funny when you, when you watch that live though, when you know the defense has kind of lost the will to live mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, fine. We get another stop. It's not going to help. Right. We're not, What's we're not, point? our offense isn't scoring. We're, we're screwed. Yeah. We need a pick six. Otherwise we're done. Last one uh, with any sort of playoff implications is Bucks Falcons. It's in Tampa. Falcons had yet another miraculous loss today. Coup. Mm-hmm. Coup. My guy missed it to tie, to tie it. Would have sent it to OT. Yeah. Um, Tampa's just has stepped in shit this whole season. They, they, it's amazing. <laughs> you can't give them credit. It's amazing. I just can't. You can't do it. It's like, look at them destroy this Detroit team that is on their third coach. Uh, I have the Bucks by eight. All right, I got this exactly right. It's only six right now hmm. because the Falcons are a dumb team. The Falcons were, they played what, two weeks ago? Last week? They played last week, right? Falcons were winning by right. 10 or 13. At, no, they're, uh, up by, they're up by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? 14. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, but yeah, like I said, if the Bucks lose and the Rams win, the Rams get that five seed going against the NFC East winner. The Bucks are in regardless. They're so in. There you right. go. I think we nailed all the scenarios. Yep. Four more games. We'll go through them quick. Vikings at Detroit. Yeah, just go through it. Yeah. yeah. I had the Vikings by three. I had three also, and it's six. Oh, They're really? giving up on the Lions. I think they've seen enough. Any, any offense that could produce 150 yards. I was driving yesterday, listening to the radio announcers talk about the Lions and Matt Stafford because he had gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. And they were like, could this, could this have been his last Lions game? Hmm. And the other guy was like, I hope not. He's had such a great career for them. I'm like, he has? I I can't remember like two Matt Stafford playoff games. You know, I, I can't either. And then they put up stats like quickest to 10,000 yards or something stupid. Like it's him, yeah. it's Rodgers, it's all the good, you know, it's all the greats. And, but you and I think of him as just a guy who gets fourth quarter. Pat, they call him Pad Stafford. Our friend Rob Parker yeah. calls him that. Pad, Pad Stafford. Pad Statford. Yeah, that's what it'd be. Pad Statford? Uh, Pad Statford. Yeah, it's a, it's a stretch. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then then people really defend them. Like, this team will be so much worse without them. You don't want to see what it's like. Well, see what it's like on Thanksgiving and the other Can't day. Can't be that much worse. Yeah. I would take it for the Patriots over Cam Newton. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Next one, Chiefs, Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Let one. me Chiefs, check this one. We might want to skip. Let me let me see what Chiefs doing. have clinched everything, but Mahomes still has MVP campaign stuff. Maybe sure he does. Andy yeah. Reid, I, I, I'm sure there's some specific way he plays this scenario in Week 17. But if you remember a few years ago, this was when they started Mahomes in that one game. That's right. That was they clinched everything. Game. So my guess yeah. is they're throwing this game away. I, I have, don't see. Uh, I don't see a line on this. So all right. I would have said Chiefs by three. I had three also. I just haven't seen anything. Patriots, Jets. Mm-hmm. Sad one. <laughs> I had the Pats by four. Oh, wow. Oh, you're going to get it, too. I had 11, and it's seven. Yeah, the Jets are pretty frisky. And then last but not least. You know, LeBron. the Jets will try here, right? I guess yeah, they'll why try. Not? Yeah, yeah, because they, they uh, they're locked into the two. I didn't realize yeah. that. Why wouldn't they try? All right. Broncos, Raiders. I had the Broncos by one at home over the Wait, Raiders. you need to win this to tie me, and you don't get it. I, I said Broncos two and a half, it's two. Ah. 
So I win that weird, weird week to win, but. And now it's nine six two in your favor out of wow. You're, you're weeks. still in there. You you haven't been mathematically eliminated yet. I guess I have to win the last four. Yeah, you have to win all the playoff rounds. Yep. Um. Even though I lost, I'm going to give you this gift. Even though you beat me in fantasy and you beat me in uh, yeah. guest lines, I thought of a nickname for James Harden. What is it? Jimbo Slice. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's really looking like Kimbo. He beefed up. He really looks like Kimbo Slice now. Just Jimbo Slice. I was saying I it's good. Like, Somebody I didn't, should trademark it. I didn't do the Jimbo thing, but I, it's funny. I said he looked like Kimbo Slice a couple weeks ago when that picture Jimbo came Jimbo Slice puts up 44 against Portland. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's time for Parent Corner. Oh, yeah. All right. It's time for Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax. This is our last CarMax read of 2020. By the time... We finished 2021. Both South Sun and my daughter will be driving. Maybe they'll be using CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Whether you're buying or selling, our friends at CarMax are on your side. With the seven-day money-back guarantee at CarMax, you've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for you or simply return it for a full refund, no questions asked. And if it's time to sell, stop by CarMax today to get a custom offer on your car. You can leave with payment in hand or take a week to think it over. Car buying, car selling, the way it should be at CarMax. Check them out today. CarMax.com. Sal, you spent the uh, the holiday with your family. I can only imagine what you have mm. for us for Parent Corner. Actually, I didn't see the kids uh, at all this week. No, no, I did. You, you celebrate Christmas, right, Bill? <laughs> yes. Um, so we have a tradition in our family that goes back before I was born. Like our cousin Jimmy was around for the first of these, and that's that my father dresses at Santa. I have to be careful that the little one, although you'll see that it doesn't really matter, but my father dresses as Santa and gives all the kids in the family a gift. Um, you know, the parents set aside one gift and, oh, this is this is from Santa. It's in different wrapping paper from all the others. So my father has the same suit that he's had since 1968. Same freaking one. Same gloves. Same everything. Beard. I guess he's got new cotton for the beard and he just sticks a pillow on his stomach. But he's now going to be 80 years old next year. So mm. it takes him a little longer to get in the suit. And he's dressing, and I'm watching the door to make sure none of the kids see him walk in. And then all of a sudden, a hearty, oh, ho, ho, ho. And usually we have a lot of kids around, all the kids in the family. But because of COVID, it was just my three boys, my two oldest ones, know already. And like I said, he's been doing it for, Jimmy was the first one to figure it out 52 years ago or yeah. 48 years ago, probably when he was four, that Santa was my father. So... It's basically over because my youngest kid figured it out. He uh, uh. he sits on my father's lap. My father doesn't really try to change his voice at all, which is a bad thing. And then after Santa went away, even though my son got exactly what he had asked Santa for in the list he sent, he's like, yeah, that was Papa. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. It's like, yeah. Uh, why do you think that? He's like. Well, no, because he smelled like Papa and he talked just like him. He smelled like him. Smelled like him. And I was like, Dad, I don't know. We got to, we got to, we got to spray you with uh, some some pine or some kind of Kris Kringle dust or something next time. But I think it's over. A tradition, a fifty-three year old tradition. Well, wait a second though. There. What about what about Billy Kimmel? So the, the the younger ones too, I guess. Yes, if if COVID uh, ever re, you know uh, shows some relief and we can get all the kids together, we, we could do it. But in my family, as far as my spawn's concerned, it's over. But I guess yeah, he could. Wow, do it. he'll be eighty-one. 
a little, a little sad well, to add on top of all the sadness around us. Jesus. You have something better. Your family, your family's <laughs> big on sense. Cause I, when we went to Italy <laughs> once, yeah. the, the guy who was working on the, the big house we were staying in. Yeah. He had this BO that reminded you and Jimmy of who is it? Your grandfather? My grandfather. Yeah. Mine and Jimmy's, uh, uh, grandfather. Yes. I bought so, the shirt from the guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so then at the end of the trip, you <laughs> bought his BO shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you brought it back to the United States. <laughs> I did. Cause it smelled like your grandfather. It really did. It smelled just like him. Then two weeks later, it didn't smell like him. And I tried to send it back and the guy's like, no, no fucking deal. <laughs> then we you didn't. put it on eBay and there were no takers. <laughs> right. That's it. Um, my, uh, my parent corner, I have a twist. Uh-huh. We have to bring in nephew Kyle for this one. Nephew oh, Kyle. Come on in. Hey. So you can't come on the FaceTime? Are you afraid to see us? Come on, Kyle. What are you come doing? Come on, Kyle. Don't be a dick. Where is he? There he is. Oof. All right. Yeah, maybe you should go up. <laughs> <laughs> so we we had a distance hang with uh with nephew Kyle and his lovely girlfriend mm-hmm. and my uh wife's parents, otherwise known as my uh my father and mother-in-law. Right. And in uh, my children, we hung out outside for a couple hours. And during the course of those couple hours, I realized that Kyle was going to be covering this week's Parent Corner because of the bunny story. Kyle, you have to tell Sal the bunny story. Oh, shit. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. All right. It's almost like Nephew Corner. Oh, yeah, no. I guess. Um, so <laughs> we went to this exotic fish store because I was like, I got a fish and I was like tired of going to Petco. And so I was like, what else is out there? We went to this exotic fish store and um, just looking to see what was out there. And there was this rabbit on the floor in this cage that was super small. Um, And my girlfriend wanted to save it. And I did the absolutely not whatever. So then like it wears on me after three days, we get it. I go back to New York uh, this summer in August. And this rabbit gives birth to uh, six, six bunnies while I'm uh, home in New York. And she like took the day off, handled it. Uh, and they're still alive and they're still in my care, in our carriage, I should say. <laughs> Don't skimp on the story. This goes way deeper. What? What else is there? The bunnies are separated, male uh, and female, because they don't want them to reproduce because bunnies will literally will fuck That's like rabbits. That's why they call it rabbit. Yeah. yeah. There's been two male bunnies that had an altercation that was like pretty violent, right? Now they're, now they're separated. So they're in three different spots in my apartment. And it's an apartment. It's not a house. So, and oh, no. And his girlfriend um, may or may not have gotten a stroller so she could take all the bunnies for a well, walk. I was really hoping you were going to say that. Yeah, that was the best part. <laughs> so they have a stroller now, and what she takes them for bunny walks. What? And then, and then, you know, my wife. We have four freaking dogs, and my wife's listening to this, going, "I'll adopt one of the bunnies." I was like, "No, no, I'm out. It's me or the bunny." There's no way we're getting one of these buddies. It's not I, happening. We're not taking a buddy. I thought I had her with that one. And then she, and then she, my wife and my two kids have been asking all weekends if we can get one of the bunnies. And I'm oh, like, we just got this puppy and I'm the only one watching it. The kids are like, they, they barely do anything. Oh, that's awesome. And so Kyle has six, how many bunnies do you have? Six or five. seven? We're five. Five. Wait, I'm, I might've missed this. You started with one. You started with two. You had no, you started with one, but it was, but she was pregnant. Oh, it was a pregnant one. Oh, okay. Because they didn't say, know the pet store okay snookered them. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Do you so think the pet I... store knew? No, definitely not. This this place was a disaster. 
Bill, just take a boy and a girl bunny. You'll be fine. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> so then she's like, I, ha I have to uh, try to get people to adopt the bunnies. So we were like, well, we'll talk about it on Parent Corner. Maybe somebody will hit up Kyle in the LA area and we'll want to yeah. adopt one of the bunnies. We'll, we'll have to vet them now. So we'll see. What do these bunnies do? What do I, I still don't understand the what's fun about having a bunny part. You have to ask her. I don't know. What do they do? Do they could they like they just shit little bunny pellets? Yeah, they're not. They're like they, they seem like they're potty trained, but they're not. So you can't really do much. Yeah, they're nasty. I had two growing up, hokey and pokey. And if we let them out of the cage, they weren't like playful. They they would just sprint the freak out of there. You have to worry and, about uh, wires and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got you. It, it's a rough one. It's There's true. one more piece of this, Kyle. You have to tell Sal the names of the bunnies. Yeah, no, I won't do it. No, you have to. You have to. I won't do it. <laughs> you have to tell the names. I won't do it. You have to do it. Or I'm going to tweet the names. It'll be worse if I tweet. <laughs> you just have to say it. Just say it on the pod. I'm going to say it really fast. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Winona, Alistair, um, Harley. Oh shit! I forgot two of them. <laughs> there, Was there a Fernando? Ones. No. Um, Topanga. <laughs> And um, <laughs> hey, buddy's name Winona, Alistair, Topanga. He's asked for a lifeline. What's the <laughs> other one? <laughs> what is it? He doesn't even know the five names. That was all of them. That was all of them. Well, this is like uh, <laughs> this is like Jay Z as a child. What are you? What are you naming these kids? I didn't know you. I didn't Topanga. Name <laughs> Do you live in Topanga? I like yeah. that they have exotic names. Live in, the, in the heart of Hollywood with five rabbits. Yeah, that's what I thought. Five rabbits. Oh, that's that great. You can see every once in a while when, when his girlfriend's walking them around in a stroller. <laughs> but the but the rabbits are okay. You said they can't co-mingle, but you, they're okay for that stroller. The girls are the girls are together because they can't get each other pregnant and they don't fight each other. The guys are separate. So in a different stroller or separate in a stroller. <laughs> What the hell's going on here? What are you talking about? I really wish you didn't bring this up. <laughs> Kyle's like running a troubled youth center, but it's buddies, not not humans. Oh, These buddies they have to be separated. <laughs> so wait, is there two strollers or one? There's one stroller and it's currently disassembled. We're not taking walks. It was an idea, but it's not happening. Oh, you're not taking walks. No. Good idea. Your girlfriend made it seem like there were some bunny walks. Oh, there was like one. There was one initially, and then I decided on the walk that I was never going to do it again. So, she'll so the probably... they're not getting exercise on the walks, right? They're sitting in the <laughs> no, they're, no, they're in a stroller. Then I see. I told him what I would do. I would take the bunnies for a one-way ride to a different part of LA, and yeah, and then she comes back from work and it's like, "Where are the bunnies?" Like, I don't know. I honestly they must think, have gotten out. I think that's what my father, aka Santa Claus, did. He took got rid of. He took our. I mean, maybe Carmack could uh, could sponsor that that drive. <laughs> you take them on. By the way, I'm kidding about taking the bunnies for the ride because I think Pete <laughs> actually listens to this podcast. They're going to be mad. Pete is oh, going to yeah. oh, make sure you're taking care of the bunnies we're properly. Kidding. It's not an option. No, we're taking them for a ride to a, a beautiful bunny farm. That's what you mean. The only way this story would get. Better and funnier is if the bunnies somehow managed to reproduce and then they had 15 bunnies. Well, <laughs> apparently they could do it through the cage, so they're on separate sides of the room. So wow. they could do it through the cage? That's what we heard from one one person. They're like, Animals. I didn't believe it until I thought, but they can spray through the cage. So I was like, this is insane. I have a really good idea, I think. I think you should give a couple or all the bunnies to our friend Brad as a consolation prize for losing. <laughs> Is uh eliminated. Yeah, Brad will take care of him. Yeah. That'd be great. 
I, I think he would like Alistar the most. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing or the stroller. Or Topanga. Be fine. The stroller would be his only <laughs> mode of transportation. <laughs> All right, Kyle, thanks for joining us at Paracorner this nice week. Nice job, Kyle. <laughs> All right, that was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer, car buying, car selling the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Oh, that was great. Uh, all right, Sal, what do you got for us? Uh, well, I am the uh, highest scoring Larchmont League champ of all time in the finals game. Congrats. Uh, no, I don't know what to say. Extra points, extrapoints.com. It's me, it's Charlotte Wilder, Dave Damashek. Uh, against all odds on Tuesday, Lemon Pepper Parlay, Waiver Wired. Check it all out on extrapoints.com. Fox Bet Live. Um, I'm working every day this week, Simmons. We don't even get off for... New Year's Day, we're going up against Alabama Notre Dame on that stupid show, on that stupid cable show. We're going up against that. But uh, Jesus, that's it. But uh, no, I'm not complaining. Happy New Year to everybody. Merry Christmas. Hey, thank you for the deep dish. I did. I had a nice um, uh, celebratory dinner at the deep. You went crazy with the gold belly for me. It's, I it's love nuts. gold belly. My God. And you really hooked me up. And that was they have uh, some good deep nice dishes. They really do. Um, you know what yeah, happens so, with the gold belly? Like it's it's popular now, and everybody sends you shit. And you, I'm like, I said to my wife, I'm like, Melissa, we have to eat all of this the week of the 26th because we're going on a diet January 3rd. So now it's just deep dish every meal, thanks to you, and uh, it was excellent. That's great. I love overeating on the holidays. It's very yeah. enjoyable. Um, cause next time I see you, it will be in 2021, and thank God. <laughs> yeah. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. <laughs> That's it for the BS podcast. Don't forget a new rewatchables coming tomorrow night. Me, Van Lathan, and Sean Fennessy breaking down Mr. Holland's opus and really laying into Mr. Holland. If you want to hear three people make fun of Mr. Holland's opus, this is the podcast for you. We all kind of like the movie, though. You can uh, check that out. I have at least one more new podcast coming this week as well on this feed. Stay tuned for that. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.